So, 55 Up, what's that all about then? Well, it's a series of podcasts looking at some of the issues that we've increasingly needed to talk about over the course of the COVID-19 pandemic. Issues like mental health, loss, loneliness and bereavement. So why 55 Up, the Rotherham podcast? Well, it's mainly for people in Rotherham aged 55 and over. Throughout the series, we'll be talking to council service providers, voluntary organisations and community groups to find out what kind of help, advice and support is out there. We'll also have contributions from local spoken word comedy duo, the Glummer Twins, who'll be sharing their thoughts on the joys, absurdities and indignities of getting older. So let's make a start. In this episode, we're looking at loneliness. After two years of Covid lockdowns, travel restrictions and social distancing, it's no surprise that levels of loneliness have increased. In 2021, 3.7 million adults reported that they felt lonely, often or always. And one of the highest risk factors for experiencing loneliness is age. One of the organisations trying to help tackle loneliness and isolation is Befriend. So. A few weeks ago, I went along to the Befriend group at Mowbray Gardens Library just to find out how it all worked and to have a chat with some of the people in the group. Right, so uh, today I've come down to uh, Mowbray Gardens Community Library and Neighbourhood Hub uh, to meet people from the Befriend group. Um, And first of all, I'm talking to John, who, who... comes along to the group um so tell us about what what exactly is befriend john it's a meeting of like-minded people to get them out of house to help them with the mental health problems or or loneliness in general Mm. and things like that yeah 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 so how long have you been coming to this group uh i started coming in april Uh and uh I come every week and sometimes twice a week because I go to the Maltby one as well. Oh, great! Yeah. So, so how did you find how did you find the the, the, the problems about sort of being lonely and that during during COVID during the lockdowns was that a was that a big issue? It was very very frustrating and I saw no one for a long while, especially after I come out of hospital with COVID, and uh, that were awkward because I couldn't even look after myself at first. So. Uh, what what generally happens at these group meetings then? Either a bit of physical exercise or a bit of and a lot of talking and a lot of chatting amongst ourselves to keep ourselves away from being lonely mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So so this is this is this is a once a week thing, is it? Down once at, a week at Mowbray Gardens, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and today we've we've got the benefit of it being really nice weather, so we've come to sit outside for the yeah. interview. Which and I've is... walked it from Romage to here today. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, that's great for your for health and well-being. Physical health and well-being, and I talk to people as I see them, and mm-hmm. and generally it's good for me. So that's what that's what I've done today, and then I've got me Weight Watchers meeting later tonight. So you're keeping busy then? Yes. Yeah. I, I try to not have too much time on my own because I do get oh, still very depressed. 
Well, that's great. Well, thanks for talking to us, John, and we'll go back and join the meeting. Right, thank you. Cheers, thanks. So, I'm talking to Julie now. So, so, so Julie, tell us a bit about the group and, mm. and your involvement with it. We came across it very unexpectedly. We came to do an IT course and that particular morning, I don't know if it was because we were early, we couldn't find anybody to do the IT, whether we got wrong day, that knowing us we'd have got wrong day. So we saw one of the ladies doing gardening, Shinaz, and um, she says, well, why don't you join our group? So three of us joined gardening and we've really enjoyed it. It's kept us, you know, active and we've made new friends and it's just been amazing and they're growing vegetables, plants and as you can see, oak plants are flowering now so it's made it more attractive um, and uh, we've just really enjoyed it and we're having, I think we're having a party with Rotherfed next week so we're getting all these other groups coming in and then we know what else is available to us that we can tap into. And um, then we went back in after we'd done us gardening and this bee friend group were setting up. So we decided, I decided I want to stop to be friend as well <laughs> because it looked so much fun. They were drumming that week and oh, we had such a laugh. And it was just so much fun. And there's all different age groups. There's a little one-year-old that comes. Oh, it's smashing. We have such a laugh. Yeah. And that's what we need after COVID. It's been just so depressing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's not just Be Friend that happens no. down here. It's, there are all sorts oh, of groups. all sorts of groups. IT groups, yeah. Um, and then, uh, I don't know if there's a knit and natter. There's a little kiddies group. That, that they come and sing and read, it's smashing. So, dur during during sort of COVID and during the, the lockdowns, I mean, it, it was a real issue, you know, mm. people being able to get together and, mm. and talk to each mm. other. I mean, how did you cope with that? I was lucky in that my sons and the fiancé were living with me at the time, so I was really, really lucky. Um, my sister wanted me to go and live with them, but I just couldn't leave my kids. So... I stayed with my kids and uh, we, we were like bouncing off one another what we thought, you know, what could happen next or a bit like Gogglebox, you know, when you watch Gogglebox and they're all saying what might happen and uh, we, we were really lucky, really lucky but now they've left, you see, they've got their own places now so it's a bit more depressing now for me because I'm by myself so this befriends, filled that void and I really love it. Yeah, I mean it's I mean, it's great to have somewhere sort of local yeah. where you can where you can pop along, you yeah. can just chat to people. And as you say, there there, there are other groups that meet here yeah. as well. So yeah. it's you yeah, find I mean, out. yeah, yeah. I mean, when it says on the on the poster outside yeah. that it's the neighbourhood yeah. hub, oh, it, it really is. is. Yeah, yeah. Definitely yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, and we've had a young girl come to gardening this morning, and I think she's doing a college course, and she wanted just something to do with community, so she's come along. And we've made we made lo lovely new friends. It's been smashing. Mm. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd you know tell anybody to come. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Well, thanks for talking to us, Julie. And let, let's go back and join yeah. the activities. Thank you. Yeah, thank nice. you. Right. So we, we've come inside now uh, into the quite a busy group, and uh, we're having a chat to Peggy. So, so Peggy, how long have you been coming to this group? About two months. And what sort of things do you get up to when you when you come here? We do all sorts. 
Right. So I mean, it's just great to to chat to people, just to well, be yeah. There. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I made a lot of friends. What's your favourite bit about, about coming on to this group? I presume it's the people. Yeah, meeting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And having a laugh, we have a good laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do different things. Yeah, yeah. Play drums and do exercises and all things like that. Yeah, I've heard about the drumming. That sounded brilliant. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. Thanks for talking to us, Peggy. Well, you're welcome. Okay, thanks. Yeah. All right, right. So, yeah, she's been... How long have you been coming, Mary? I forgot that. Um, I don't know. When did it open now? I don't know. But I've been coming about... Is it three or four months now? I think it was before Christmas. It was before And we're Christmas. both widows, which yeah. is... It's not very nice being on your own. I, I, I wouldn't wish anybody to be on their own. It's very, very lonely. But these places are marvellous. And I've made a very good friend while I've come yeah, here. Yeah. And we're actually going on holiday together yeah, later yeah. in the year. So yeah, it's, also, yeah, it's really good. And the people that come and the, and Tracy who runs it, yeah, yeah. she's, she's marvellous, isn't she? Yeah. She really is. She has yeah. so different things going for us, you know. Every and we, we go all over. We've been yeah. to the deep, haven't we, mm. at Leeds? And we're going to the armories at yeah. is Leeds. That Leeds. That's Leeds, Leeds yeah. yeah. We went to a garden centre about two weeks ago, mm, didn't we? Mm, mm. We've been on a barge, yeah, a, a canal barge, and uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, uh, it's, it's great. And we've we've got some uh, coastal trips to yeah. look forward to. We haven't got that organised yet. But we have all we? have a chat, and we all seem to be getting on quite friendly. Everybody don't we? Every, gets everybody, on real, yeah. and and I think the main thing is, I look forward to Thursday. Thursday's yeah, my do, yeah. day at yeah. week. And I think most of the ladies that come are the same. It's yeah. it's a marvellous idea, you know, because it is. It, on your own it, it, in lockdown, I don't, I, I didn't know you went well, lockdown, no. did I, Mary? And it but was depressing, it actually. Were it terrible. was terrible. Yeah. I've got a very good family, actually. I have yeah. uh, children who, who have kept in, you know, in touch with me. Yeah. But they're all got their own lives. They've yeah. all working or got the families. They My can't dad. live with us. My daughter lives in Bournemouth, so I don't see her very often, so I was quite lonely. Yeah, you yeah know, it's and, not uh, very nice, Mary. It isn't. Yeah, no. As I say, And I've just things. moved into this bungalow I'm in now, so I didn't know anybody around, no. so I was quite isolated. Yeah. But when this opened, like I say, I was the very first... Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how my, my yeah. eldest daughter always says, I bet you any money, Mum, you will meet somebody that you really just click yeah, yeah. with. And we have, we? have, we? Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. I'm the gobby one, Mary's the very sedate one. I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, it's it's good, definitely. I'd, I'd yeah. recommend anybody to come. And it, it's supposed to be for older, retired people. But we do have some young people. Young ones come and quite a few and, young ones yeah, actually. Yeah, and they yeah. join in. We have a quiz yeah. and and everything, you know. And it, yeah, we have I, a quiz I think it's good. every time. We have yeah. a chat, then we have whatever we do activities, <laughs> and then we have a quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's lovely. Anyway, yeah. I don't think we can say anything else, can we, sweetheart? Except that we're going to Blackpool for a week. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that was that was Margaret and Mary. Yeah. Who were so professional that I never even asked them a question, <laughs> and they and they they told me everything. So that's that's fantastic. Thanks for talking no to me. No problem. No problem. You're welcome.
So we found a nice quiet room because he was getting a bit noisy outside uh, and I'm talking to Tracy McDonald who organises uh, the Befriends group down at Mowbray Gardens Community Library. So Tracy, tell us, how did this all start? Well, I started working for Befriend in August of last year and um, with the um, plan to actually put some groups on in, in Rotherham and Moby Gardens was my first one that I managed to uh, sort out. So uh, we started off with probably four people. Um, I think you spoke to Mary, who was one of our founder members, um, and Rob and Neil. And now we're on, I think there might be 20 Three people sat outside today. Wow! Uh, ready for us. And and sort of what sort of what sort of activities do you get up to? We try and do no two weeks the same. That's our ethos. So uh, we do the five uh, ways of well-being. So that's where we we base our what we do on our activities. So it's got to be fun. It's got to be um, mindful. They've got to get something from it. Learn something. Uh, active. Um, so all of those sort of things. Um, so as you've already heard, we do drumming. Uh, today we're doing some exercise with Rotherham Football Club. Uh, we've got a yoga teacher that comes and does chair yoga with us. Um, we've got a dancer. We did uh, movie-themed dancing um, last week or the week before. Uh, but we also do things like mindfulness, so we do uh, making of things. So I think next week we're going to be making some Euro-based things like pom-poms and flags and, and things like that. So it's not all, not all full-on. Some of it is a bit more mindful and a bit more restful because, as you can see, we've got lots of different mobilities and ages and abilities out there. So how, how would somebody... Can people just turn up to this, these events? So it's a Thursday, it's every Thursday. At Mowbray, it's every Thursday between ten and uh, sorry, between one and three, and yes, it's an open door policy. Um, so it's sort of been word of mouth, really. We do do flyering and we do tell the GPs and we tell uh, other health professionals about us and. Uh, Nikki from the WRVS brings people down and Live Inclusive bring people down as well. So we do get external professionals bringing people. But the rest of them, word of mouth, somebody comes, enjoys it, tells their friend, uh, or we, they pick a leaflet up, we drop leaflets off everywhere, you know, in libraries and things. And, yeah, open door policy. We've had a new gentleman arrive today, first time today for him. His daughter found one of our leaflets and rang me, and we organised for him to come today. So, yeah, um, it's just about social isolation and preventing it and, and just basically getting the older, older people together and not giving them the typical stuff that maybe some groups do, like knit and, knit and natter or bingo or dominoes. Um, you know, we do something a little bit more exciting, hopefully, than that, a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, certainly, certainly from talking to the people I've interviewed this morning, they all seem to absolutely love it. Uh, yeah. and, and you seem to have a real age range out there. We have. It's it's uh, this, this group, because it started with Rob, who's a volunteer for the library, and he's only in his 30s. Um, seem to like become multi-generational. Some of the people out there do actually befriend. So we have two um, sections to befriend. One is the groups, and I have another one at Maltby on a, a Tuesday morning between 10 and 12. And the other one is befriending one-to-one. So if you're socially isolated and you can't get out, we do have volunteers who go and see you well, at least once a week for an hour. So some of the people who are sat out there, some of the younger people, potentially are the volunteers. So we've got a mixture 
the volunteers come as well as the as well as the older neighbour. So how did you cope or, or were you able to cope during the during the lockdowns? Well, I wasn't working for Befriend um, during the lockdowns. I came just after, so I came in August. But they, they, did, uh, they, they did think out of the box. They did uh, virtual meetings. They did book clubs. They did ringing quizzes. Um, they uh, did little packs for people and dropped them off at the houses, you know, like little activity packs. So they did try and keep keep going with the groups. Uh, the one-to-ones became telephone support only, um, or you could meet. So, you know, like when we were able to meet in the garden or something, we started to do that. But we, we went with government guidance on, on all of it, really. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Befriend continued. It's been around for five years, and we, we've managed to keep it up through the, through the pandemic. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, I've had a really good time down good, here just chatting good. to people. It's been it's been a really great morning, and oh, uh, thanks for inviting me, and uh, thanks for chatting to me. No, thank you very much. Right, so that's the Befriend Group. They meet every Thursday at Mowbray Gardens Library in Rotherham, and the sessions are free. Local councils have a key role in tackling loneliness. So the other day, I went along to the Town Hall to talk to Councillor David Roach. So today, I've popped along to the Town Hall to have a chat to Councillor David Roach, who's the Cabinet Member for Adult Social Care and Health. And today we're going to talk about the different ways that, that Rotherham Borough Council identifies and tackles loneliness. So can you tell us a bit, David, about your, your role in that? Yes, certainly. Uh, I got involved ooh, about three, four years ago when I became very concerned about the health impact on uh, of people being lonely and what could we do about it. So I had a chat with the then Director of Adult Social Care and I managed to persuade her to let me have some funding and we put it in as a key part of um, our work at the Health and Wellbeing Board. So it's a, it is now uh, a key priority of that board. Loneliness is a very personal issue. It's about a feeling, about not feeling connected, not feeling companionship. And various things around us today are making things worse, particularly for those people over 55. We had COVID and that meant many of us couldn't go outside or weren't able to go outside. Even when the rules were relaxed, it meant we were still very much a bit concerned about going out. We had people working from home and this really meant that... Uh, with the technology that allows us to do that, people, I believe, are becoming more and more lonely. It does affect a large amount of the population. Somewhere between 5 and 10% of the population say they suffer loneliness, but they're often too afraid to talk about it. So one of the first things I'll say is that there isn't a stigma attached to loneliness. You need to go out there and get, get there, out there, and remember that you know, it does affect your health Adversely, It is said, I don't know how they calculated this, but it's said that loneliness is the health equivalent of smoking 15 cigarettes a day. It actually costs this country £2.5 billion a year because of health issues, because of people missing work, because of taking uh, prescription drugs, if they're lonely. It's estimated that 32% of people in Rotherham live alone as part of the 2011 census. This does range from ward to ward, and 7.3% of all our households in Rotherham are occupied by single-loan families. That shows you some of the extent of it. 
loneliness isn't about being connected by a bus service or being connected uh, by a train, because you can be isolated but not lonely. It depends on those connections. So what did we do? Well, the first things we did was in September 2019, we called together a large number of practitioners because we were aware that a number of organisations were working on loneliness, but it wasn't connected up, it wasn't joined up. Um, so, and people didn't know what was happening. So there are luncheon clubs happening here, there's uh, another activity over there, and nobody was aware of who was doing what. And so we felt it was important to call together all the practitioners that we were aware of and say, okay, what do we do? How do we tackle this? And so it was really about sharing good practice, sharing um, what we could do. It's about getting the vision and look what was working well and where were the, were the gaps that we needed to fill. So that was the first part of it. At the time, also, um, we set up uh, in 2021 befriending projects, and those have gone very well. And I'll come back to those in a second. But going back to the conference, there was Crossroads, there was Ardash, NHS, obviously Rotherham Council itself, and a range of other organisations. And what came out of that meeting was a desire to make loneliness everyone's responsibility. So from that comes the idea of five ways of well-being. Five ways of well-being isn't just about loneliness, but certainly it's been a big push by the council. That includes looking out for people. If you see somebody lonely or depressed or needing help, then go and talk to them. Offer them some support. And it's about the small things in life. We're not talking about big things. So go into a local park, sit on the bench, looking up at the trees, and just letting your mind go, relaxing. That can be a great help in actually trying to get past any depression only loneliness. And for more information about... Uh, five ways of well-being, just email me and we can send you the full information uh, about it. Well, that's certainly one of the ways. And also, don't be afraid. I know it can be sometimes hard, but I found as I got older, uh, I'm actually an old-age pensioner now, they don't often feel it. As I get older, I feel more able just to say hello to somebody, to just somebody passing in the street, or to make a comment to somebody in the supermarket. Uh, I mean, done appropriately uh, and everything else. But what we're trying to do is, as I said, to make loneliness everyone's responsibility, to develop clear messages about what it's all about, how we can help each other, to improve how organisations and services in Rotherham connect people at risk of experiencing loneliness, to make it easier for people working and living in Rotherham to access information about local community groups, because that was, was, what was one of the problems. That, As I've already said, there was this activity there, that activity over there, does everybody know about those? And that is a really big job to try to connect you all up together. And it's about spreading good practice and, and encouraging knowledge sharing to tackle loneliness throughout the borough. So what we're trying to do is create a social movement to use local resources, to direct those resources, and to make sure that it all works together to try to, bring, to, try to help all those people feeling loneliness. So the next stage from that was to develop a, a plan. Plan is a very long document. Uh, I've got it in front of me, uh, 26 pages long. So it starts off by saying um, how we came, got to this stage. It, it refers to the loneliness events uh, in 2019, which I've already referred to. Uh, it 
talks about Joe Cox. She had a really big impact on um, trying to find out and trying to get people more aware of loneliness. It also looks briefly at some of the uh, different subgroups. So loneliness doesn't discriminate. It can affect people of any age, any gender, any group whatsoever. But we do know that uh, 82% of people over 55 in Rotherham feel lonely for summer all the time. And it's, again, as I've said, it's about how we perceive ourselves. It doesn't necessarily mean that we are alone, but it's how we perceive ourselves. It means different things to different people. So certainly part of our plan is to spread the knowledge about what's happening more widely, but also to encourage people to get out and about. If you're not aware of the University of the Third Age, find out about it. There are also, they range all sorts of activities. The one in Sheffield is extremely large, runs a wide range of activities to everybody. There's also one in Rotherham, there's also one, one in Barnsley. Just go out, walking in the park, just walking about. Say hello to your neighbours more than perhaps you used to do. Don't feel that you have to stay inside watching the television, because that can make the whole thing a lot worse. Get out and about, talk to people. If you don't know where any of these activities are, like these social lunches that are happening or uh, different groups that you can join, then again, get in touch with me at the council and we can point you the, uh, the, the right way. So my message is that loneliness is a feeling, it's how you perceive it. In Rotherham, we are committed to working together to help sort this out, working with different groups, different partners to try to make sure we have a coherent social movement. and with the funding that we've got, making sure that we can put our plan into action and then report on how far we've got. It's all about people connecting better, people getting out there, not being afraid to go out now that COVID's gone. Yeah, I, I found, uh, while I've been doing recordings for this, uh, for this podcast, uh, some amazing events happening in, uh, in uh, local libraries and neighbourhood hubs. I mean... I suppose for anybody who's starting out on this journey, that's a great place to start. Oh, yeah, very much so. Talk about libraries to start with. I think Rotherham Library Service is not quite understood or grasped by a lot of people. They think it's all about just books. It's not. There's a whole range of activities, uh, organisation involved in them. One library which I'm particularly fond of for what they do is Mowbray Gardens. They run a range of activities and it's not just reading books it can be connected with. They have a small group who look after the gardens around that particular library. Um, uh, they have language classes. So go to your local library and ask them what activities for my age group are here that I could join in. Age isn't a factor. I mean, all right, if it's a toddler's child group, that, that's different. But, I mean, basically, uh, there's all sorts of events in those libraries that you can go along, find out from your local library, or if you are comfortable using the internet, just Google library service. Community hubs, they vary in how far they're used, but there's one that I can know in my own area of Hoover where... During the year, there's a series of events, including a Christmas lunch for people over 55, paid for by the local councillors. There's a trip to the seaside in the this, in this summer. We also uh, run, well, we, the the organisers of that community centre, run a whole series of events that people can get involved in uh, and get started with. So, for example, also, we're just starting a wildlife garden. 
love pe- local people to come along, get involved in that. Not asking people to start digging or anything like that because uh, you know we're not all as fit as we used to be. Some of us are, but some of us may not want to do that. But certainly, just getting coming down, giving us some ideas and saying, well, okay, have you thought about this? Have you th- thought about that? So, yes, libraries and community hubs are certainly two places where you can find out a lot more help a lot more organisations about it. I referred also to uh, the Befriending Project. Again, that is about uh, uh, supporting lonely and isolated residents in Rotherham. And that has been highly successful. So far, 800 Rotherham residents have been supported through this project. And they've all talked about how much the particular project has benefited them. It's about finding someone to, well, partner with you, in a friendship way, or a small group to part, for you to partner into. At the moment, 76% of all the people who went along to that were female, which is a bit of a concern for me, because I think one of the other podcasts has talked about suicide. The biggest group for committing suicide in Rotherham is males over 48. So we do need those men, and perhaps the ones who are more likely to feel a stigma. And also, speaking as a man myself, I think a lot of men don't like talking about their emotions, about their feelings. Well, that's what helps to cause loneliness. That's what helps lead to those mental health problems. That's what helps lead to depression. So the more you can befriend somebody, get involved in that project or any of these other organisations, and just talk to some, talk to somebody. Don't be afraid to show your feelings. It all helps. Uh, we have at least two clubs called Men in Sheds, and... I know that I know one of them, uh, if not both of them, although it says men in sheds, they do encourage uh, women to go along as well. But basically, it's about men coming together, doing some simple woodworking projects, bird boxes, tables, garden benches. But it's getting there, talking to people and being, uh, being with each other. And again, that all uh, can, can help. Again, there's a group, group who got together, a small group of men who were really interested in fishing. They got together, they formed their own club, they got some funding from the council and now they regularly go off fishing together and it's not so much uh, the fishing per se, it's about being together, talking with people. One thing to try, if you have got a small group of friends and an idea, approach your local elected councillor because they have a pot of money which they can use. You have to uh, have uh, be a charity or uh, sorry, and have a bank account but there are all sorts of, for example, Paris councils may be the one who uh, provides the base for, for the grant. But approach your local collective member and say, I've got an idea to do this, that and the other. It'll help lower the impact of loneliness. And you can also say, and the cabinet member for social health, uh, uh, public health and adult social care says that I ought to come to you to ask for some money. I can't guarantee you'll get some, but you can use my name. Right then. Let's finish the episode with a piece from our local spoken word comedy duo, the Glummer Twins. This is for all the people who reckon that age is just a number. Just a number? Just a number. Don't tell me age is just a number. Face the facts, you're not getting younger. Yeah, but don't tell me age is just a number. I'm cream crackered. Chinese lacquered. Kerry packard. Totally knackered. Knees arthritic. Bladders sharp. I'm trying not to lose the plot. I'm getting reckless. Getting rash. My mind's writing checks, my body can't cash. Got a pessimistic point of view. I can't face the future. You won't have to. Hey? 
Just a number. Just a number. Yeah, don't tell me age is just a number. Have you tried Zumba? Yeah, I ended up in lumber, so don't tell me age is just a number. I can't get rid of this permanent frown. When you're over the hill, the only way's down. Hairs receding, spare ties spreading. It's obvious where things are heading. I just can't shake off this depression. His six-pack turned to a party seven. It's about as bad as it can get. Look on the bright side, you're not dead yet. Just a number. Just a number. Don't tell me age is just a number. Policeman. Just keep looking younger. Trouble with the waterworks. Best call a plumber. He used to be glum. And now I'm glummer. So don't tell me age is just Just a a number. number. Right, so that was Ray Globe and David Harmer, better known as the Glummer Twins. And that's the end of this episode. If you want to find out more about any of the issues we've talked about today, a great place to start is your community library and neighbourhood hub. They can help you find the information you need, provide details of local support groups and activities, or help you get online to do your own research. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And, if you have been, thank you for listening.